in a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 212. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. The Cheech to your Chong. Yeah, or should I say like Pasta Punzenberg Coleman? No, we're fine with Pizza Peisenberg. I haven't okay. taken on that. I I forgot we even talked about that. That's right. <laughs> that character is yeah. as dead as it is as it ever was. <laughs> um, uh, so much to talk about today, as we always do. Uh, we got our personal stories that that we like to get to, and we got news in the back half. Weird beers that we're gonna try, and Yay. we like to say we do sometimes interviews, but we haven't done one in like years. So. I know. I, I see I see interesting people still to this day and I think for half a second sometimes I think like uh oh like I wonder what it would be like to interview them. <laughs> oh but then, yeah, then yeah. I'm like what would I ask and you know and then I immediately forget about it and then ne- we never do it. So <laughs> I'm usually and just then, a curious and then two, person. And then 2 weeks later we do a show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well we've been getting our consistency up. I mean, we've been Doing them at at our leisure and when we're well, it's most like available. every two weeks. It's pretty much biweekly now, which is a good. It's a good working schedule for us. Well, yeah, at least until we figure out what we, uh, you know, uh, the life, you know, the life that we have to live. Once uh, well, we figure yeah, that but, out, between work and just yeah, trying to have a life, you know, it's it is it's be it's it is it's be, become much harder to do this. We've said it before. And we'll say it again, rapping. But no, um, we said it before, and it's true that you know, since we got up here, it it has, or since I got up here, and you're still down there, it has become much more difficult. Since we're not, it's not as easy as like, well, one of us just shows up at the other one's house, and then we fucking record because we got to record, and and we're not just hanging out all the time anyway. So it's not like, okay, when I see you again on you know next time next week, we're gonna record. It's not so simple anymore. It's harder to motivate, like we've said, to sit down and do this. But I like that we've come to the two week deal, and it's working for both of us right now especially you being extra busy with other things going on other recordings oh yeah and i mean with the fact that we you know don't want it to seem like a job you know people have shut down podcasts and stopped doing shows because they're like oh well it just started to feel like an obligation and it wasn't very fun anymore and i never want to lose that part of it so i'd rather just do shows fewer and far between than you know what i mean because i it's certainly not a job. <laughs> it's not. No. You know, it's not a job. It's not an obligation. It, uh, it, you know, it, uh, it costs us money. It does not make us a single dime. So it's hard to view it as a job. <laughs> well, it, it won't. And not for nothing. A lot of people, you know, when they start podcasts or want to have a show, it's in the interest of how do we make money? How do we network? How do we start getting sponsorships? How do we get this and that? And it's like sometimes it's not about that. You have to enjoy it first. Dude. Develop an establishment. Figure out what you and the show is going to be about. And then maybe work towards that. But that's like still hopeful thinking. You still have to have the passion to do it. And like that's where like the root of it. For Dude, sure. I know there are shows that have I've heard people from these shows say things like before they've you know say things like 
uh, you know, like you said, you know, marketing and getting my logo together and, you know, getting all this, all this side stuff, you know, business cards made, e- email addresses, you know, all this, all these things. And some of these things maybe you do need, you know, right away, but some you definitely don't. And uh, they, they're saying all this and yet they have yet to record a second of anything on audio. Well, Who's yeah, to you say have to start there. that, especially if you're doing it with a partner, you know, if you're doing it by yourself, then it's all on you and, you know, win or lose or, you know, pass or fail, I guess that's kind of on your shoulders. But say it's a two person, three person, four person show, whatever it is, um, it, you know, say things just don't click or it does schedules don't work or personalities don't jibe or it doesn't work on a mic. There's no chemistry. You've invested all that time and money into this thing, trying to make it a profitable thing and haven't even tested out the thing. Like it's like buying you you've, you're 16 years old and you save up a bunch of money to buy you know special wheels for a car that you don't have and then you buy the car and the wheels don't fucking fit it you should have bought the car yeah. first yeah and then and then fucking fit you know work on it from that point like I, I, you don't you don't build a house from the roof up like you know what i mean get your foundation i yeah like, i if that's that's me and it, more power to you if you're one of these people that have done it that way and you're successful great like again more power to all anybody who jumps in this pool and can keep their head above water um you know but i always thought like it was more of a put your work in and you know what i mean get your show tight and then sell yeah. that tight knit thing that you've now put together and made your own sell that then to whoever you want to sell that to or whatever you know what i mean whatever that is to you monetize yeah, like it way, however you see fit the way i kind of compare it is like you can be this crazy athletic physical specimen and be amazing at basketball let's say but if you okay. don't all right if you're talking about you don't me want, keep going if, yeah okay <laughs> I, I, i'm right there with you if if you don't want to play basketball like and you're like you can make money off of doing it do you, like then it raises that question of do you do it to make money or do you do right. it like or do you do it because it's something that you loved always yeah because if you don't like doing it well, but, but there's a lot of money of, in it yeah absolutely Ooh. but there's yeah but there's kind of the thing that's that whole the dream right that's the dream is to do what you love and make money from it you know that's yeah that's why we're envious of like actors and musicians and you know what I mean? Like things like comedians, whatever it is, you know, not we per se, but people in, in general, the public is envious of famous people because, you know, they're usually famous for doing something that's very, you know, public and, and notarized and they're, you know, and, and everyone knows who they are and they're getting paid for doing what they loved as a child or whatever, or being an yeah. athlete, you know, it's like, it has like this sense of like building a legacy because like if somebody does music or if they're an author or if they have art pieces that get spread out all around the world, then they'll always kind of live on. And there's a legacy there that they're developing yeah, through creative means. I see what you said. They've created something and it's something tangible. Whereas yeah. we're just talking into the fucking ether and as soon as, you know, AI takes over, they will delete all these files. And we have nothing. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but but no, as soon as the bandwidth is used up, we're fucking we're gone. We are burnt up into into non existence. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like it's just kind of a shitty for certain jobs where it's like they're working behind the scenes on something or they're, you know, doing the foundation of a project and none of what they do gets noticed. And so it's like, it's kind of hard to, you feel proud of getting the work done, but nobody's going to ever recognize it. And that can be hard for a lot of people is like not getting that recognition, you know? Yeah. So I, I kind of, I understand that. Like when I was uh, a kid, um, one of my first jobs was I was working for, uh, a guy who was a bricklayer and I was just laboring. I was like literally mixing mud, you know, the mortar and carrying bricks and like 
making sure he was stocked on the scaffolding so that he could continue to lay bricks. I was the lowest on the pole. He was the top of the pole. You know what I mean? He was the business owner. He knew, you know, he was the guy with 50 years experience doing this. Okay. I was, I was a 16, 17 year old kid. So it, but it's like, it's crazy to like now drive by the houses that I helped him build. I mean, not that I helped him do it, but I had a hand in it. You know what I mean? I was, I was, I was help. I was fetching for him. I was making the mortar that holds their brick house together. The, I handed him the bricks that he then laid in the positions to put up that wall. And it's like, it's crazy to like drive past that. And not that I think like the people should be like, oh my God, thank you for building my house. But it's just like, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy that like, it's a thing that, because for me, it doesn't, it, I don't give a shit at all. But like for a guy like him who's built, who probably built fucking thousands of houses in his day, you know what I mean? Doing that for as many years as he did it. It's just weird to be like that fucking guy literally put his blood, sweat and tears into the fucking putting that house together and over times a thousand. And he's, you know, just drives past houses. He'd fucking built like, how is that? How cool is that to have a friend in your car? You drive through a fucking neighborhood and you're like, I built four houses on this street. I built, you know, 10. I built that neighborhood. And most people will never know. They will have no idea. I know. know. That's that's an injustice. It's crazy. That's a legacy, Um, but that's a legacy that no one keeps up with. No one cares about the houses they live in. They want to know about what acrylic uh, paint did you put on this canvas? Yeah. I I mean, I didn't even mean to get into all that, but that was... No, I know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, so... It's fine. This uh, past week, you know, week and a half, has has everything been going all right? You guys, you had... It was your girlfriend's birthday, right? And then your mom... Yeah, it's been a bittersweet week. Yeah, it was my mom's birthday, and then it was my girlfriend's birthday, because that's how they line up. So... yeah. Uh, yeah, it's literally my mom in the, it was the 16th and my girlfriend's the 17th. So it was a very bittersweet week. Um, you know, I stayed really busy working. It's been a super busy week at work. Um, and so I just, you know, I've been super busy doing that. So I kept my head, you know, you know, I kept my head to myself a little bit on Tuesday on my mom's birthday and, you know, just stayed busy and didn't try not to think about it a lot. And then Wednesday, you know, it was my girl's 40th. And I only say that because she's already posted on Facebook that that is the case. I would not have broken that news. But, yeah, so it was kind of a monumental one for her. Um, and oh, then did, prior I, did to I that, fuck that up? No, no, oh, no, oh, not okay. at all. Oh, no, my God. no, 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 no. That, I'm just all saying right. I wouldn't have mentioned that it was her 40th birthday that I did had she oh. not posted that on social media already. So, um, so yeah, that was a big one for her. And, you know, and pri- just prior the weekend prior to that was her dad's bucket list trip to Valdosta, which is where he yeah. lived back when he was like 21 years old. And he stayed at the uh, near the military base there because he was in the Air Force and Moody Air Force Base is out there. So he hasn't been back in 40 years. So he went back and we got to go to... We tried to get in on Moody and see, you know, where my girlfriend was born in the in the military hospital there. So how and long were you guys there for? And then we were only like, there like you know, three days, you guys do? two days. Um, yeah. So yeah, but we so on the way down we stopped at Chattanooga and uh, they've got ton of attractions there. Anybody that grew up in the southeast has probably been on a school field trip. Um, I know I did from the Atlanta area. Went up there on a bunch of school field trips. Um, but Chattanooga's got all this stuff. They've got Lookout Mountain, Rock City, Ruby Falls, and this thing that goes up. Uh, I think the backside of Lookout Mountain that's called um, the Incline Railway. That's what you saw pictures of. Oh, and it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like a railroad. It is a railroad track that runs up the side of this mountain. And it's at like a fucking, I don't even know, like maybe a no, 60 it's degree angle. It's pretty fucking steep. Yeah. Steep like the pictures hell. that you saw, did you see how off kilter 
the 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 train car was made like the the seats go down a stair stepping it's like uh stadium seating seats inside yeah that's how it's shaped <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. And, and so it's actually like a climb in and out you each row of seats is a step down and yeah it's yeah, i don't know it's it's a pretty cool it's definitely a one-of-a-kind thing i don't know of a lot of places that have that type of shit um it's been around for a hundred years or something um so it's kind of a landmark. Uh, so we did that on the way down and just kind of drove around Chattanooga a little bit because it's really pretty and scenic up there, kind of really mountainy. Um, and then um, uh, headed on down to Valdosta and uh, stopped at every Bucky's along the way. So there's two Bucky's. Of course you did. There's two Bucky's in the state of Georgia, um, and we stopped at them four times. So, well, two, two each, two at one and two at the other. On the way up and on the way back, we stopped at Bucky's. Spent hundreds of dollars on Bucky's. That was my biggest expenditure <laughs> was Bucky's. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, so that was a good time. And then we, you know, spent a day or two in Valdosta. Um, and then on the way back, she has family still in Atlanta. That's where her and I met, was growing up in Atlanta. Um, she still has aunts and stuff and cousins out there. So we stopped and I met her aunt and she's really cool. Um, Gave me this fancy candle you see before you. Is that like the cauldron brew? you have boiling in front yeah, of the camera? Yeah, that's that bubbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I see this so, little fire yes. pit in front of you. So that was, you know, that was cool. And then we took off out of there. Uh, when we went back, um, we actually, you know, her aunt lives 10 minutes away from the neighborhood where I grew up in. And she lived for a short period of time back when I was 12 through 16. And she was... 10 through 14 or whatever and we went back into that neighborhood and drove the old streets again it was it was cool man it was really really cool and i thought that was really cool to do you know right before my mom's birthday too you know drove past the house that me and my mom lived in back in those days when i moved to georgia back in like 91 90 yeah i was trying to follow through or like you know uh, adventure with you guys through the photos that you guys were posting yeah i was trying to post what i could on my story but yeah before we uh you know, re- recording today, I saw like, you know, your last little photo of like this hearty ass breakfast. And you know what? That's something yeah. that I don't do at all is like eat breakfast or like, you know, have a healthy, good one. But I know you used to not to either. I didn't really either. Um, you know, it's really ever since I got here, I eat breakfast a lot more. I still don't eat breakfast all the time um, on the like the weekends, uh, especially when my girls off or especially when we both have off. Um, you know, she'll like to get up, you know, not like not super early. We sleep in a little bit. It's just crazy how much my schedule's changed, man. I, I was thinking about it like recent today, this week. I'm so fucking domesticated now. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it um, happens. But, uh, and, yeah, no, I, I love it. I'm, you know, I, 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 sometimes I miss the old, uh, you know, uh, you know, drinking days or bar hopping and stuff, but it, also I don't like, I, I totally am enjoying it. But anyway, so yes, back to breakfast. She usually will cook bomb ass breakfasts. Sometimes we cook them together. Um, but it's really started a lot more regularly since I started at Amazon too, because I know I got to get out there and be physical, like pretty fucking early on. So it's, uh, I, I, it's easier for me some days. I know that I need to put some put some fuel in me before I go start busting it out and walking I was seven gonna miles say, or whatever and eat. Do you notice a difference, like eating breakfast, you know, before you start your day versus not? Well, and just I, running al- out the I house? always I always eat. Um, some days I will eat here if I have time, just a bowl of cereal, whatever. Maybe I'll make a frozen waffle, something you know, quick and easy or whatever. Um, but then. Um, if I don't, and sometimes even when I do, if I eat like just a small bowl of cereal and then head to work, then after I load up the van, because that's pretty, that's like a 
that's an intense 15 minute workout. Um, after I load out the van and then go to, before I start my making my stops, I'll stop at a, either a drive through some days or a, a mo, more than likely like a, a racetrack or quick trip style gas station and get like just a little, say a little sandwich breakfast sandwich or whatever and i'll kill that right before i go start i but i definitely i gotta have that energy like at least something i need to start i eat a pretty good fucking bit um in the heat in the heat of the summer when it's super hot i don't necessarily i'm not usually like eating but in the winter man i'm in that cab of of that van like a fucking pig just like eating snacks and shit whatever little bags of chips little granola bars whatever whatever i can get my hands on Damn, I need to start eating breakfast, honestly, because I feel like it would make a difference. I just don't get around to it, or I just kind of every single day. And you get up early now, I'm, so it, it yeah. would fit your schedule. You know what I mean? It was different when I used to sleep till 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You know what I mean? Like by the time then I wake up and it's time for lunch and then dinner. You know what I mean? Like now the fact that we're up early. Yeah, it totally makes sense to eat some breakfast. Some days I just got to uh, most days I just got to kind of maybe smoke before I eat. No, yeah, good point too. And I'm I mean, you chong, man. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, eat, I gotta smoke, man. I can't even eat, bro. I gotta hey, smoke, man. bro. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, how are you eating that? Did you even smoke, man? I haven't. I haven't been doing nothing this week, dude. Well, I mean, because you know how I pick up, you know, something every week. One ladies week on the street know, corner. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like it's like yeah, I'm I'm playing Uno. And I'm diehard into. Oh, so I've been playing Uno. You know, I went. To I forgot to tell range. you. I've been playing Uno for like three oh, really? weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Since you mentioned it, I downloaded it, and I—I I mean, I don't play a lot, but there was one so night good. where I couldn't sleep, and I sat up in bed for an hour playing Uno. So good. Oh, to dude. the point that when we went to Valdosta, we went and bought Uno, so that we could all sit around and play Uno one night, drinking wine and playing Uno. I'm telling you, it's an amazing game. It and was, yeah, very, it was a good time. Me, it was the generational Uno. It was me, her, her dad, and her daughter. And we exactly. just sat around drinking wine, playing Uno. It was a good time. God damn. I'm glad. We also, we also bought um, Office Trivia, and I was like, I can't even. I'm sorry, guys, I can't. It'd be unfair. It would just be unfair. We can't play this. <laughs> they yeah, were like, well, you know what if it's much. all of us against you? And I'm like, I, that's fine. I'll still beat all three of you. Let's go. Mm, but exactly. we didn't get around to it. We just did Uno. Me, uh, like this week, well, I mean, we've been doing it the past, you know, couple months, but me and Dick, Richard, we've been playing pool. You know, we'll I've meet been up playing play with pool. Dick for years. I don't know about you. I was a teenager back in those, <laughs> that same street we drove down with my girlfriend was back when I used to, when I started playing with Dick, matter of fact. It was easier. Oh, God. Um, yeah, but we've been playing like a lot of pool lately. Okay, and where I, are you guys? Where are you guys shooting pool at around there? Oh, anywhere. Um, like, does the, he live? Does he live near you? Yeah, near yeah. where you stay at. Okay, but I was thinking about because we were kind of talking, you know, because we kind of keep track when we play games. You know, we usually in in Went one loose. night. Yeah, like you know, in one afternoon we'll play seven. We'll do a best of seven series, and it's like four okay, three okay. or you know whatever uh, four one, and then um we and we've been keeping track of it. But then I was thinking like. Is there a way to have like five or six people from Nashville, you know, and then maybe if they match up with one person a week, you know, each person pays $20 and then uh-huh. the, the, the championship or the reward is like this couple hundred dollar, you know, maybe uh wrestling belt or something, you know, this nicer okay. wrestling belt or even just a, just a cash prize. Or cash prize, right? Yeah, right. The, the, the pooled money, whatever, right? Okay. Yeah, and then. But so what like, is the competition? I uh, like a, a kind of like a pool league. So you How? you match up you match up with one person a week, 
you know, let it go two months, eight weeks or something. And then at the end, kind of like there would be this person from Orlando versus this person from Nashville. And then so that's we would have I'm, to fly to Orlando or Nashville, vice versa. That was the hard part. That was the hard part. I was like, we could do okay. this league where it's half Orlando, half Nashville and kind of split it like into two conferences. But yeah, the then what do, what do we do? League. Yeah, but what do you do at the end of it? You know, when well, there's I'll tell you one what, one. I got dibs dibs on Adam Murray. He's closer to Nashville than he is Orlando now. So dibs on that guy. Yeah, no, well, and I <laughs> Yeah. Cause it could be like you, uh, Joey, Limp Wiener if he's in, Adam ooh, if he's ooh. down. Yeah, you know? Adam's in Atlanta, so we can claim him, Nashville. And then it's like it guy could be it could be me, Dick, you know, Dick. and I know we have a lot of Orlando listeners and there might be a couple that are down to jump on board to play pool. And then we go against yep. each other once a week. You go against one person. Speaking and you kind of, of rack dicks, up this Rocky. Record. Rocky might want want to get in on that. There we go. Or Rick. <laughs> I mean Rick. Rick rhymes with Dick. Yeah. Rick likes to play go. pool. There you go. Yeah, you guys got a Damn. pool to pull from. I not so much, but People would be down. Joey, if you're listening, get at me with this. Also, I got a present for you. And thanks again for sponsoring, uh, I almost said, Beer of the Week. <laughs> Who the Don't fuck am I? On Monsters in the Morning. Don't you dare. Uh, back to you, Triple R, John Hannon. You no, son but, of a bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. For sponsoring Weird Beers. We love you. Thank you. Yeah, Weird Beers. I'm excited for that. When we uh, come back uh, into the second half, I am so excited to try this one. Because it's like a Nashville, what, uh, FC one at uh, the, oh, the football yeah, in, club nashville yeah uh, invade pitch invasion lager yeah called. i'm excited for that and then i looked up one thing too just because i mean we've been kind of dealing with uh you know for me i've just been developing this perspective of life and just how fragile it is you know and how easy you can just lose people close to you and as we get older it kind of starts to become more prevalent obviously but i i looked up uh, one thing I found was the five things that people regret the most on their deathbeds. Oh my God. This is what a downer. I love it. <laughs> I, I do. You know what? Cause honestly, if people haven't, I love it. haven't been like taking a step back and looking at everything and their situation and honestly they need to don't get caught up in doing things that you don't necessarily want to do or that, you know, you have to enjoy yourself at, at the same time as living an honest life. But what do you think? Okay. So there's five of them. Uh, and sh- uh, we'll start from five. Oh no, no. It might be easier to start from one, right? I don't like know. You want to count one? down or count up? No, uh, I say no, not the main one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll start at five and go from actually, the most just obscure. Yeah, just hit me with like five or with six, some and I'll let okay. I'll tell you where they're at. Yeah, um, five things. The biggest five things people regret on their deathbed. Yep, worrying too much about work or money. Uh, number two, I wish I hadn't Boom. worked so hard. Boom. Um, okay, and no, there we and, go. And um, you know, not maybe uh, maybe like holding grudges or not forgiving people. Or like losing friendships, or you know, okay. maybe breaking uh, relationships unwarranted. Uh, I would, yeah, like uh, with like losing friendships and stuff, because like people feel like they were too petty and they wish they yeah. stayed in touch with their friends more. Y- there you go. All right, um, that was number four. So we got two and four. four. Okay. Um, okay. See, those are those jump right out at, at me. Um, those are good ones. Yeah. I mean, you're two for two. Yeah, um, something to do with their kids. Um, just it, it, it been a better parent. Um, no, not really. No, 
Now, I, I think the friends thing kind of covers the relationship factor. In yeah, that, that's I was trying to put yeah. all that into one. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, maybe because it happens with family too. You know, people, mothers cut out their sons, daughters, and you know, vice versa, and fathers as well. And you know, as you get older, you tend to you know regret some of that stuff. Yeah, that's a crying um, shame, honestly. Some of that, for, especially when it's over stupid reasons, like the, yeah, like the petty yeah. factor. Yeah. Oh man, this is I'm I'm running into a brick wall here. What do I regret? work too much um you know there was i was too petty with relationships um i didn't well actually one I of didn't them have is, kids i i, I mean i did one of them married, is kind of i don't know yeah one of them is like kind of also related to that petty factor of just like like on an individual level okay so number five i'll give you number five okay i, okay. I wish I, le- I let myself be happier and that's kind okay. of about being petty, you know, like taking yeah. things wrong, you or know, or just for, maybe yeah, like I just worrying too much about what other people think. Is that on there? I wish I didn't oh, care what other people thought. I wish I could dance is. like no one's watching. Yeah. <laughs> so that's number one. I wish I dance had like no one's watching. Live, laugh, love. Well, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I, I wish I had the courage to live a true life to myself, not the other others that they yeah. expected of me. Well, Dude, this yeah. I, it's crazy, man. I think about this stuff all the time. Like I struggle with this shit. Like I, every day, I wish I could just be more yeah. my real self. Yeah, and, well, and number three is kind of the oh, same. Up. Like dance like no one's watching. Is that on there? Oh yeah, dance like no one. It's like it says. I that? wish I had the. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Okay, okay. I thought it said number three, dance like no one's watching. I was going to say <laughs> throw your phone in a fucking in a toilet and call this list a day. Fuck that. <laughs> No, number okay. three. I wish I moved and grooved and boogied and shuck and jived. <laughs> nah. uh, number six, groove is in the heart. <laughs> Delight um, tried to tell y'all in '94, but uh, yeah, I, I just thought that list was kind of funny, and I accidentally came across it, and I've been thinking about just mortality in general more and more. And, yeah, well, know, way people... to bring the show down along with our lives, John Hannon. But you, I can tell you're getting older. When do you turn? When do you turn thirty? Oh, don't remind me. October. Is though. it this year? It's yeah. this year you're thirty. I thought so. I was like, oh my god. Couple John months. Hannon. I see the grays. Oh. Yeah, right, <laughs> right around October. It's going to be the scariest thing in Halloween season. <laughs> scarier yeah. than even scarier than this, John Hannon. <laughs> Your fucking candle. Bro, it looks so stupid. Your like head is just a floating head. You gotta get it. You gotta over get a top. picture and then post it on the on the group. Look, hold on, hold on. Float over the 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 thing again (laughs) with my mic. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, stay. (laughs) I lay. I got it. (laughs) All right, I got it. We'll post that on the group page. We're trying to get a little better at that, guys. If anybody is participating in both listening and then also seeing the post on the page, I'm proud that I posted a picture of Jimmy McMurray or whatever his name was. The rent is too damn high. You know what? I judge the group page right now. I put in the group page earlier, I put a question. Hey, we're recording today. Is there anything you guys want us to talk about or cover? Our stupid opinions are, you know, not not very, but somewhat helpful. And then people were like, yes, and maybe, uh, you know, and they were just like, that's what they said. I didn't check back on it. I just assumed nobody did anything and it died on the vine. (laughs) No, they just said yes and maybe. And I'm like, well, I guess the way I phrased the question was a yes or no answer. And Good then, to so know. They're just like mm. these motherfuckers. You smart asses. Right. Um, I would. We got um, great. 
great listeners, but God so, damn. So you brought up dicks. Limpy earlier. He's supposedly recording like right now if his post on Facebook was, was, was accurate. Oh, you know what? And a little birdie told me he's going to like try to roast us or he's going to try yeah, to come at us with I heard that some as kind well. of problem. I've been trying, meaning to actually write some roast jokes for that guy, um, and I forgot oh, yeah. about it. I'm glad you brought it back up. Yeah, I'm going to have to get back on my game. You know what? Well, if he does anything with the trailer park, you know, if, and if he does actually come at us a little bit, then I'll, I'm going to just try to react the same way he would and snap my overalls, spit into a bucket, drive off in my truck, go mudding. And uh, maybe hey, if eat, you're hungry, chew, chew on some straw or something. Yeah, if you're hungry, just get some ribs from under your windshield wiper. You're good <laughs> to go. Yeah. Um, you want to take a little bit of a break, and then we'll do weird beers, digi-hears, and then BPOs? Tell you what. While we do weird beers, while we sip on our beer before we rate it, we'll give it some time. And while we sip on that beer prior to rating it, I can deliver as promised and tell you guys about the documentary i watched oh man yeah i Sound forgot like about plan? that yeah Sound yeah, like yeah, yeah. i okay. did forget about that i like okay. it okay all right so uh, we'll be right back in a little bit we got plenty uh, more to get to and this is 212 of funny to informing Groovy, 
slam. Jazzy. Right. Groovy. Boogie woogie jam slam. Jazzy. Jazzy. Right. Welcome back to Funny Two Informing Episode Two Hundred and Twelve. I'm John. That is Chris Pizza Pizza for Coleman. The Durst to your De La Roca. Just give me something to break. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. And we uh we got some weird beers and stuff that we were getting into when we were on break. I saw that a uh, Limp Wiener from the trailer park was actually live doing the episode that we were talking about that he was going to be doing roasting us, and he was up in the middle of it. Oh, so but. he's okay. He said he was going to roast us, but I man, that guy doesn't bullshit. When he says he's going to do something, by God, he does it. It might not I be mean, good, I, but he does it. He said does? he was going to do a show. He's doing a show. It might not be good, but he's doing it. Just kidding. Love that guy. And he said he was going to roast me or us, and I guess he's doing it on his show right now as we record. I can feel it. My ears are burning. <laughs> yeah, and he's got his. Uh, he's torturing his uh, nephew Logan 
which I feel bad for him. Okay, so I'm did so you see sorry, any Logan. of any of our roast, or you you just know that he's going to roast us on that show? It was like the intro. I oh, caught the very man. beginning. And okay, okay, so, all right. Well, and well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna watch it. Um, even if he didn't roast us, I would watch and support that guy because I'm happy to see him back doing his thing. I saw he posted online recently. He's got a new piece of equipment similar to ours that he uses. Because I told him, just fucking do this. Even dummies like me and you, meaning him, can do this. We're not John Hannon with producing Is it skills. The, uh, is it the cheese whiz with crackers? Yeah, yes. Just get it's cheese whiz and crackers, and you got yourself a podcast. It is almost that easy, folks. It is almost that easy. <laughs> yeah. If you can score cheese whiz on crackers, you can do a podcast, pretty much. And just make sure you monetize <laughs> it before you release any episodes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to have to next week, um, depending yeah, on fire what back. he says, he better that's, be careful. That's where he I was going. Be I'm careful. I'm going to watch it, and, um, and I'm going to, you know, return fire coming your way, Limpy. So be sure to go yeah. check out that episode and support that guy because he's a he's a mentor of a man, and um, and then you know and then listen back for our retorts depending on how heated it gets. Yeah, I always like the trailer park because it's like T H A the the the, the tra- trailer park, and I'm like, oh, he knows. Well, yeah, how uh, hillbilly is she is, and he oh, he did not dude, shy away right. from it. He is a uh, if if a mud flap could be a person, it would be. Christopher <laughs> I was say, this is me getting just like subtle the jabs human, now. The human mud flap. Yep, I'm already getting it. I'm already getting it. Until next week. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. That's fine. I got um, you. But so we have, you said you had the documentary I, that I almost forgot about. Yes. So and I'll then tell you, we have I these weird beers. I have a documentary and then we also uh, were drinking on some beers. So I'd say, you know, whatever, play some intros. We'll come back and, uh, and we'll t- first tell what beers we're drinking and then we'll sip on those while I kind of go over this documentary I watched. Then we'll rate the beers and wrap it all up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna just play both bits and uh, let's get let's Intro get the crazy. What's up, <laughs> what's up talking weird beers? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. <laughs> What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. What's up, Doc? Where? Where? Weird beard. Weird beard. Weird beard. Weird beard. This fucking beard is weird. What's up, Doc? Weird beard. Weird beard. Weird beard. <laughs> Sung like Britney Spears. Weird be- Doc. Weird beers. <laughs> weird beers. Brought to you by Britney Spears. I sing down oh, here now. Oh. Your, your fucking Doc is weird. Your Docs are weird. <laughs> Welcome back to Weird Docs or Weird what, What's Up Beers? Beers of <laughs> yeah, What's Up Beers. <laughs> I, I drank some. I drank some beers this week, and I'm going to tell you about them. That's oh, the, what no. this segment is. <laughs> like, I already forgot. First up yeah. was a Bud Light. It was not yeah. impressive. <laughs> it's like I don't have ADD, but what were we talking about? <laughs> right. Okay. So yeah, we're combining these segments. I like it. I like putting these two things into one. We don't have to kill a segment. We can just merge them. Uh, so we got some beers that we're drinking. The the last. It's the final beers of the Joey sent beers. 
Um, you have so you John has already got one his alcoholism called him to drink this beer on an off admittedly because he couldn't couldn't wait the two weeks so i'm going to drink that one and and which john has already drank in down there in in orlando and he's going to be drinking the beer that i drink all the time and have readily available all all around me and at every soccer match i go to um that is the pitch invasion by fat bottom brewing yeah, and I've never tried it. And, so it's uh, like yeah, a fat it's, bottom brewing. Yeah, it's Fun like name. the ode to the Nashville, you know, Nashville soccer team. Uh, it's got a player, you know, like celebrating a goal on his knees. I swear, he's what he's doing on his knees, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's doing the you know the traditional knee slide, arms raise after scoring a goal. It's it's got one of our players doing that on the can, and it's you know yellow and blue to match the Nashville soccer club you know aesthetic. And it's a lager beer. I know this much without even holding the can in my hand. It's about what five yeah. percent, John. Um, I'm lo- uh, that's what I was looking for the percentage, and I don't think it says it. I think it's five, maybe five five max. Um, because it's a lager, and lagers are traditionally not super heavy. Um, Isn't there some kind of rule where you have to put the percentage? I think it's probably on the four pack or the six pack as you buy it. I don't know, but I would assume uh. it would be on the can. You're right. I don't know yeah. that mine has it, to be honest with you, either. But uh, So John's drinking a lager beer, and I am drinking a beer out of East Nashville Beer Works, uh, which is called... Here, I'll let, uh, I'll let Google pronounce it uh, correctly for me. Miro Miel. Very slowly. That was the slow. What but was that? It's, it's Miro Miel. M-I-R-O-M-I-E-L, <laughs> which is Spanish, obviously, and it means this in English. I look honey. I look honey. <laughs> Not I look funny. I look honey. Here's it in it, that was slowed down. Here's, re, here's regular speed. Mido miel. Mido miel. I look honey. Which translates I look, to I look honey. So I'm drinking Mido I look honey by East Nashville Beer Works. I, you're right, John. Um, oh, here we go. Mine's 5.2. <laughs> I want to say yours is kicking in around that same amount. Um, mine is an American style blonde ale brewed with real Tennessee honey. So take that. Kentucky honey, you piece of shit. Um, and uh, eat it. Yeah, and uh, so I already had a sip of mine. I put mine in a fancy glass. It's a really good gold color. I think the honey probably adds to that. It's it. it our beers almost look the same, John, but mine I think is a little darker due to the honey. I think in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours is a little bit darker, but both of them are pretty golden. Um, you can see through both of them. Mine more than yours. Yeah, for sure. But the um. But yeah, but mine's a lager, you know, yeah. so it's... And uh, so it's in the vein of a Budweiser, uh, you know what I mean, uh, Miller, but those are like the bottom, you know, bottom tier run of the mills. Yeah. This is more of a craft style. And again, I, I can speak to it. Uh, John can speak to my beer because he drank it in a drunken fit of rage in the middle of the night one night. And, uh, <laughs> and I can speak to this beer because I've had it a million times uh, that he's drinking. So even though we don't have the same beer, we can both kind of kind of rate based on what we know of, of drinking those beers before. Yeah, so. I want to take i want to take like another two or three sips before rating it yeah yeah we're not gonna jump into rating like that but okay so and then you had the documentary which one did you end up watching yes so i ended up watching it's new on netflix and it's called simply Trainwreck woodstock 99 so that's where Ooh, I that's drew one of the ones I heard about. Yeah, I've, there's been a lot of uh, kind of murmur online about it. I've been seeing some memes and people kind of talking about it on Facebook and whatnot. Um, yeah, while I was in Valdosta, you know, we had some downtime and there was a lot of drive time. It's uh, like a I forget how it was like 400 miles or something. We had to drive both each way, and so there was you know I didn't drive all the whole time, so I ended up popping in the old earbuds and just watching some uh, some Netflix um, and killing out one of these episodes. It's again, it's a 
It's a multi-parter, a docu-series. It is, I'm checking now, just three episodes. Each one clocks in around an hour or so. Uh, so it's only, you know, three hours really invested. But I, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, I'm watching it. I, and then I started, as I was watching it, I go, oh, I could talk about this on the show. Because I remembered I promised to bring uh, What's Up Doc this week. And so I was like, it was twofold. I was like, I want to watch this. I would watch it anyway. And I can also kind of report back on the show about it. So it was 99 a monumental year for what 99 was the 20 the 30th anniversary excuse me 30th anniversary Um. 69 was the first year 99 was the 30 year anniversary and what struck me was um they did it also in 94 94 was the 25th anniversary and they did it um the outside kind of near the original woodstock i do believe and um and it was on a you know a big outdoor lot and i remember that one as being great i remember at the time they sold it as a big pay-per-view event and i was a uh you know lower middle class kid uh with one parent and we didn't have a lot of money so i certainly wasn't doing any pay-per-views but i had a rich friend whose mom bought that stuff for him wrestling pay-per-views and boxing matches and stuff so when that came out i spent the weekend at his house yeah yeah i literally i was like i'm crashing at your house all weekend and we watched woodstock 94 which and dude for me at that time i was 13 14 years old it was that was pivotal like i remember green day getting in the mud fights and it turned into a big sloshy mud washout and um another thing that was negative about that one was people after the first day people somehow just fucking cut through the fence and people were just flooding in and not paying so it was hundreds of thousands of people watching the show that had not paid for it and it was a great show i feel like the event was amazing thinking back on it but because of that the organizers of this were like well this one has to make money so from that standpoint before the event even began it was like a a drastic drop off and just like a big money grab in watching this i got vibes of firefest you remember the firefest that never happened Oh, that where people oh got God, the cheese an sandwiches, and yes, this oh, is Firefest. If it happened, and the irony is, it turned into Firefest in that, and you know, spoiler alert: at the end, a bunch of fires fucking happened, and it was like fucking total pandemonium in the in the in the crowds, and women were being raped and groped, and it you know it was just it was literally like devolved after three days of being in this heat outside on this on this a tarmac asphalt instead of a grass field people just lost their mind and devolved into total animals and it was an abomination of a show you said the yeah, fire it, fest was an abomination it, this was an abomination it happened 23 years ago so if that's a spoiler alert for anybody then you're just like <laughs> well you just don't know like yeah that, and you, i remembered the, yeah. the stories of seeing the fires and stuff but <clears throat> as i watched this i didn't realize everything that was actually going on and how bad it really was because i it, that's what also struck me was how much my life changed from the time i was in 94 to 99 because in 94 it was like oh my god i have to watch this i have to go to my friend's house and watch all these bands and it's just so pivotal and you know when you're 14 years old how much you care about music and you know how much you feel it speaks to your you know your adolescent plight and then by the time i was say for you yeah that's like your impressionable age absolutely and then by the time i was 19 though i don't even barely remember this happening i remember hearing of it but i don't remember seeing any of it so i I felt it was really eye-opening for a guy who was a, a, alive and well and almost 20 years old when this happened. I, I learned a lot from watching this. I had, I knew it went bad, but I didn't know it was this bad. Um, it, again, it's really eye-opening. Uh, it, you know, it, it was 
it was a very informative documentary. Less funny, more informing, but uh, but still eye opening. And you still, I still got some of the vibes of the music, you know, because they show a bunch of clips of the music, and they're interviewing like Jonathan Davis of Corn, and uh, no Fred Durst. They didn't, didn't, they did not interview Durst. He probably declined <laughs> to be interviewed because his yeah. silver fox gray hair all over his face is ridiculous. Mm. But. Uh, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. It was it was it was a super cool little three part documentary. Um, like I said, not uh, yeah. Each one's like forty five minutes. The last one being the longest at just under an hour. Um, and you know, with titles like uh, "How the fuck did this happen?" Episode one, episode two, kerosene match boom, and episode three, you can't stop a riot in the nineties, which is what it became. I'll um. I mean, I'll definitely cheers to the documentary cheers but to it, that. it definitely sounds like it did not have a happy ending <laughs> not necessarily so it did not um dude like literally mm-hmm. like they ran out of water um uh people were I, I forget how a woman oh the water turns out so so they showed up the city showed up to test the water like you know the day before the festival and so they get samples of the water and they take it back and it's like a thursday and they start testing the water and then the festival happens and goes on all weekend. And then the people with the government come back to the, the office on Monday and they open up the specimens to check the tests that on the water that they had done. Yeah. And it was all contaminated. And But I'm oh. like, okay, like maybe like you should have checked it m- more than a day beforehand. Oh, it my was, gosh. The, the piping was done is so hastily that it was getting runoff from rain and the porta-potties. So there was fecal matter in the water everyone drank. A woman on this documentary talked about getting something called trench mouth. By the third day, she could hardly swallow, and she had, like, open sores around her mouth just from drinking the water. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You said said trench mouth? Trench mouth. I've heard of trench foot. Trench foot is something they got real bad in Vietnam where they were fighting in the jungles and the swamps and shit, but trench mouth... that water, I mean, oh That's my god! Disgusting. You can only imagine how like mucky well, and, that gets. And again, and the the porta potties weren't draining properly, so they were running out onto the ground, and it was making mud. And people were sliding around in the mud, thinking it was just mud, but oh, it was porta potty juice. Yeah, that's like staining the gums. Oh, oh, oh no! Dear, are you looking at uh, images, yeah. John Annan? of trench mouth? I wouldn't recommend it if you're eating or anything. No, it sounded like that. terrible. It's not just trench to. mouth. Just just the, the sound of it sounded terrible. But that is rough. But uh, let me give you a Dude. lineup of some of the bands that were that were slated to play. Most of them ended up playing. Um but so it took place in upstate New York, uh, outside of Rome, New York, about an hour from the original uh location. And one the first drawback was it was in the middle of July. Um, and it was on uh, f- a former Air Force base called Griffiths Air Force Base, um, about 100 miles from the original Woodstock. Um, okay. It, it uh, drew approximately 200,000 over four days. Uh, MTV covered it heavily. Again, I just don't remember. I wasn't watching MTV a whole lot at that time. But to sum it up quickly, uh, j- the festival was marred by controversy and difficult environmental conditions, overpriced food and water, violence, sexual assault, looting, vandalism, and ended with fires. Um, and yeah, so it started with the vendors gouging immediately. The vendors were gouging and keep in mind, this is 99. So like, as I watched this, I was like, you you know, they're talking about like $4 bottles of water. And I'm like, well, you know, I go to a fucking soccer match and a bottle of water is like a big liter bottle of water is $7 and I hate it. Don't get me wrong. The prices are fucking whack at Geodas park for the soccer. Well, and that's where like red, red bulls, like five bucks. 
And it's like, no, how is Red Bull would be way more, dude. No, Red. No, no. Yeah, no. Red Bull would be. Oh, way I've gone more. to some of these things where um, Red Bull is like three dollars and water's four. And I'm like, which what? is ridiculous. Yeah, it's so dumb. So, uh, like for instance, uh, let me just tell you, at Geodes Park, the, that beer you're drinking, the Pitch Invasion, that can is like thirteen dollars. Yeah. Really ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But Holy so anyway, yeah, the gouging made me think of Geodes. But so they were gouging and, and they were charging like people four dollars for a bottle of water. And like again, in '99, people were like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like it was novel to have bottles of water. Kind of that's something that kind of started in the '90s, bottled water. So it was kind of a novel thing. I remember in the '90s, dude. I swear to God, as a kid, I was like, "I will never pay for water." People are so stupid. Why would you ever pay for water? And then you just it becomes part of life, and that's what you're doing. But people were not ready, accustomed to paying four dollars for a bottle of water, and then food was just through the roof beyond that. And so people were were upset to begin with. Then you add the heat and the the running out of water, no places for people to shower, not enough porta potties, nobody cleaning the porta potties. It became a total mess and it starts at the top with the organizers who wanted who again at the very beginning of all this said, "Well, this one has to make money. We lost money in 94. If we're going to do this again, it has to make money." And it fell apart to devolved into what it right. became and then they have not spoken of doing another one. Which You're would setting be amazing yourself up. Uh, yeah, let's see. Gonna- High profile acts such as DMX, Limp Biscuit, Corn, Chili Peppers, Alanis Morissette, Kid Rock, Metallica, and Creed. Uh, oh, those are just yeah. some of them. Um, let's see. Uh, John Entwistle of The Who performed a solo set, and Mickey Hart, drummer of The Grateful Dead, played with his band Planet Drum. Jeff Beck was scheduled to perform, but had to cancel due to a scheduling conflict. He had been scheduled to perform an original Woodstock festival, however, his band, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, Let's see. Those are uh, some wins. Foo though. Fighters were set to perform, but with Drew to finish work on There Is Nothing Left to Lose, coupled with losing their guitars or the guitarist leaving the band, Sugar Ray was slated to perform, but had to cancel due to Mark McGrath's illness. Al Green was also supposed to appear. This is a weird one, but backed out following John F. Kennedy Jr.'s death in a plane crash. That just seems like a weird reason for Al Green, of all people, to be like, Al, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. JFK Jr. died in a plane crash. Um, I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe they were that close, and I was not aware of that. I just thought that was odd. Um, that does seem kind of random. Oh, did you just, because I saw you check your watch. Did you just get the same alert I did? Uh, I don't Somebody, know. What would you get? I don't know. Somebody did something on our Instagram. Oh, I see that. Yeah, we have one new follower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, I was also, but no, what alerted me was my stupid work texting me that I have ugh, I have to go along on a training ride along tomorrow, so I better bring my patience pants, because it's going to be a hell of a day, <laughs> as I ride fun. around with some newbie doing his first day of dropping off fucking packages <laughs> at somebody's door like it's fucking hard. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, fun. yeah, I, again, I could just keep going and keep going. It gets it, it, like uh, what I'm, you know, my, my fact checker here, Wikipedia, is just going deeper and deeper with facts on costs and stuff. It talks about the vendors, um, the environment, 100 degree temperatures you know with not enough not enough uh not enough drainage not enough water uh creating many large mud pits which were also fecal pits it was just it was bad dude it was really really bad um man so yeah, yeah. So yeah that's another bus like i think bus. back on that john how old were you seven eight. <laughs> eight uh you were like uh well i don't even know what were you into then who who would you like at eight years old in the nineties, I I, I I was in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Were you? I wouldn't okay. have seen them alive, but I was into. No, them. no, 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 absolutely. Flea came out uh, balls naked, uh, dick flapping in the wind. Um, I would oh, you do see a lot less. of nudity on this. You see a lot of flea dick, and you see a lot of boobs. 
Um, yeah. They actually talk about that, how like this kind of brought boobs back to the forefront at concerts. Like now it's kind of just a thing, you know, at festivals especially. But like um, just like there, people were just like, oh, my God, look at all the nudity. And people were just. Oh, they just do like their stickers attempt at or being tape completely free over again, the titties. Yeah. 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 They were doing yeah. paint tits and stuff back then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, but it, it, it also goes into, you know, how girls are getting groped in the mosh pits and also on like, and I know this has been an issue for as long as I've been going to shows. Um, you know, girls, when they're crowd surfing, fucking creeper ass guys grabbing them and shit, you know, and just, and some of the girls were on like, it shows image like video of girls on guys' shoulders, you know, with their shirts off and just guys from the crowd, three, four hands reaching up and just grabbing their boobs. Just like, it's just like how decorum completely goes out the window when you get in a crowd of 200,000 people you know what i mean it takes like five pieces of shit to make 200,000 people pieces of shit and then yeah it's, and you're there for the wild. music right yeah you're there for the right. music and then um other people have these weird ulterior weird motives fucking agenda and they're yeah, yeah. And weird agendas come out yeah yep and then it's kind of yeah um do you before we get into the did you hears how would you rate Yes, the let's have wrap you been up these sipping beers. On it, yeah, I have. every so in, often in in between my talks, my talky talky. Yes, yeah. so uh, well, and I also I want you to rate the documentary as much as rating the beer. Sure, sure, okay. Um, Out of pizzas, I'm assuming. Yeah, let's we'll do eight slices. It. That's what we've always done. So we're gonna keep yeah. to that stupid thing. Um, <laughs> out of a full pie eight, I'm gonna give Woodstock Trainwreck Woodstock ninety nine. I'm gonna give that a uh, like an eight. It was beautifully done. You, um, and you I hear there's indulge I, in the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. really do. Like it gave me my nice. music fix. It gave me my my nostalgia fix. You know, I'm biased because that was the music of my generation of my era, and I love all those bands that performed. But um, yeah, but it was again super informative and um, and also very entertaining. I, I'm a big fan of this one, so I would watch it again just to get some more info. Not um, bad. Damn, and the beer, I do have to watch it. The, I highly recommend it. Again, um, it's you know yeah. you like and a bunch then, of those bands too. Um, what would you do the beer? The beer out of eight, I'm going to give it um, like a a six. Yeah, see, I remember that one, and I was thinking six as well. Were you? Yeah, it's not that one great, was good, but it's not bad. It is good though. It, like it I is get, good. It's it's not it's it's got a lot of uh, flavor for an American blonde ale. Which are usually kind of like oh, thin oh it's and weak. real it's flavorful. Much, it's very dark for a blonde ale, and uh, yeah, I think the honey really adds a lot of character to this. I'm a, I'm a fan of this. Having I don't think I've had a lot of their beers either. East Nashville Brew Works. Yeah, Brewworks. okay. Sorry, ah, this one's um pretty basic, but I mean I want to give it more than half, so I would say five out of eight. Slices. I was gonna say a five or a five and a half, something like that. Yeah, five and not a half. Quite a six. Is more, it's a good lager. Yeah. It's it's way better than a Bud Light, but. It's not my favorite beer either. I'll be honest. It's not my go-to at the soccer matches. Um, I haven't been drinking no. a lot of beer at the yeah. soccer matches anyway. I usually go for like more of a liquor drink or whatever, but um, or a cider drink. He drinks a whiskey drink. I sing the songs that remind him of the good times. <laughs> I sing the songs that remind him of the bad times. But um, <laughs> but I usually go with a liquor drink uh, over a cider drink. And um, and but that one's you know it's not my go-to, but it's not bad either. It for a lager, I'm not really a lager guy most of the time. Um, but for a lager, it is a good lager. So yeah, I agree with a five to a six. Yeah. This won't knock me down until I get up again. It'll <laughs> never, never keep, me, keep me, down. me down. It's just so. like the Nashville soccer team. They get knocked down <laughs> every fucking week at their own damn house, but they get back <laughs> up again and you're never going to keep them down. You know why? There's a bunch of fucking money in that sport. You'll never keep them down. Even if those players leave, other ones will come in. 
That's how it works, guys. Five out of eight slices. Uh, yeah, pitch. What's it called? Pitch invasion. Pitch invasion. Cool. Um, do you want to get into the digi here's and then move yeah. on to the bull prints? And- yeah, we'll knock out some digis, some BPOs, and then we'll wrap this fucker up. Let's hit some news stories. I look honey. Did you hear that? Did you hear? Has been Ricky, some Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. mixing it up stories. over here. Yeah, and that's my MC over there. <laughs> um, okay, ah, where do I start? Um, let's all right. Let's get the sports out of the way first. Fuck it. Okay, I got some let's sports I can that. glom on with. Let's do it. Okay, so what would you guess? Um, I just like saw an article of this kind of recently and was uh, seeing a story about it. The fastest growing sport this year, and it's not what you like what you would think. And in it's the not like country, a basic sport. in the world, the fastest growing sport in the world. In the world, is it not soccer? No, the fastest growing. That's the that's the most. That's the oh biggest yeah. I guess sport it can't world. grow much more because it's already the biggest sport in every. Other I country. mean, right. how much okay. more can that move yeah, forward? You're right. Yeah, you're think right. of yeah. Some think of a little bit more basic. <laughs> um, fastest growing sport in the world: skateboarding. BMX bicycling. In the world? I don't know. Nah, fuck. Uh, yeah, skateboarding's pretty skateboarding's become very international. Um I don't know. Uh cornhole. <laughs> um That's actually not a bad guess. I know. See, that's right? what I'm Frisbee thinking golf. Frisbee fucking golf. You think. No. Um, Hacky but, sack. Yeah. <laughs> See well you're 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 falling off again. But Frisbees. you were there. Frisbees. Or not frisbees, hula hoops. Um, Professional hula hooping. So Weirdly enough, I mean, I guess it's been documented the, uh, this year that the fastest growing sport, and uh, it might become an Olympic sport soon, uh, is pickleball. Are you fucking kidding me? And people are taking pickleball super seriously now. Um, so I forget what I, I was looking online recently at some like new. I don't even. I don't even know how I got onto this thing online, but it was like some new um like community being built somewhere in Florida, and it was like. No, no, no. It was, they were, what it was is it was a town and they were advertising the biggest pickleball like center in the country. And they were, that's what it was. They were building it. It was being built. It's somewhere there in Florida, the biggest pickleball place in the, like in the country or the world. Really? And that was like their claim to fame was we're going to have the biggest pickleball arena in the world or in the country. And I was like, it was when it was when I was, I was at mom's, I remember. And I was like, mom. Is pickleball like people give a fuck about pickleball? I never heard about this till like a year ago. And this is like it's so big that they're building the biggest oh, one in the care. world, and people are going to come to it. And she was like, "Oh yeah, people love pickleball." 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. weird. Like that's it, so weird. It does seem fun though because I can't keep up with tennis, but I could keep up with pickleball. It's like a full size uh, ping pong. Yeah, it, it, it's way it. simpler. It's and way it's two, simpler. Two, it's a team deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play it's teams, a, it, or you well, could play. You can play solo. You can do one on one, yeah. But they okay. usually do it like I would assume, like the uh, kind of like the heavyweight division in fighting or something, right? Like the doubles. The doubles is like where you want. Oh, to it's be another the best division. At. Okay, okay. Is it? And well, I bet they probably mix it up, right? Because I, again, I don't know a lot about this, but they probably like do like mixed doubles and then men's doubles and women's doubles, right? Like the yeah, same sex yeah. teams and intersex teams and whatever. And because like the rules are kind of simpler, there's a wider range of uh, age of people that can play. Yeah, I yeah, I see a lot but, of uh, old people playing this shit, which well, lets me know a, I can do it. The second best team for the women's in the world is a mother daughter duo, and it's, it's probably like, like 16... Serena Williams and her mom. They're like, yeah, it's let's, like go, a... let's go rule this motherfucker. <laughs> let's own this shit, mom. <laughs> Practically, it's like you have like a forty, like a forty-four year old and a sixteen-year-old. That's what a mix, the dude. Then you get, yeah, yeah, you just go. Right? You get all the far ones, kid. <laughs> I'm like me and you could be on a team, and John, you could handle all the running stuff. I'll handle the net. Yeah. I'm tall. I'll just smack them shits down. Get it, keep it out of my house, not in my house. You know, like when yeah. I'm a big athletic <laughs> uh, basketball player, like we discussed earlier. I go hard in the paint. Yeah. The, uh, yeah so in terms of uh, a big rising sport, did you hear pickleball is coming up hard? I did not. Good to know I'm though. I'm going to keep my uh, my ear to the pickles, as they say. Yeah. So and then. My other thing for the sports, uh, there's been little headlines from like the NFL preseason that that's whatever. Um, I'm kind of waiting until the regular season starts to get into any of that. But the other thing I had is there is a pound for pound best fighter in the world. And do you know who that is by chance? No, a while ago I would have said like years back I would have said Pacquiao because he's you know they when they say pound for pound that usually means. You know, you're going to think big, but it's a little guy because it's pound for pound. So I would have well, said yeah, Pacquiao, yeah. but he's past his prime. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any current. Uh, I don't know any current. Is this a boxer we're talking? No. Um, UFC, like, like MMA style? Yeah. So like uh, in terms of pound for pound, whether you can box or not, it's the best fighter in okay, the world. Okay. So, I do not know. Um, I don't I don't know current uh, current UFC guys' names. But he is a smaller guy. He's a welterweight champion, and uh, his name is Kamaru Usman. Oh, and I've heard he of him. Is like is he, he is he? Yeah, you've heard of he, Usman. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, he is definitely not the pound for pound best fighter now because he got knocked the fuck out. Did he? Yeah, this weekend. The, uh, so his opponent Leon was Edwards. like, "How would you like for your blood to to flow?" I wanted to Usman <laughs> from my face, <laughs> <laughs> right from my nose. <laughs> yeah this uh uh uk fighter leon edwards um he was going for the championship in the welterweight division and he was going up against uzman and in the fifth round maybe i would say a minute left 50 seconds left 45 maybe uh he literally he led with his left hand and he he used his left hand uzman brought his guard up and then he led with his left leg and a swift kick to the head the fuck out of Usman. knocked him out yeah. mm-hmm. wow so he the guy threw up his guard and he still hit him with a kick he didn't guard the kick or he guarded the punch but not the kick 
Well, because what, like, how he won the championship, what Leon Edwards did was he led with his left hand, and when he did his left hand, the guy brought his right his right hand up right, to kind to of block check that it. Punch. Right, and then the leg came up, and his right arm went down oh, as the left leg, as the legs right behind in. the. It was good timing. Yeah. Good timing. Ooh, and it was maybe the in the final minute of the entire fight. They went five rounds. Damn, went that's a good fight, all, man. That's better than that. It was uh, great. That shitty fight we watched at Cavos back in the day. Not their fault at all. But um, but oh yeah, uh, who, I don't remember. Was it uh, was it McGregor or Cowboy? I think it was Cowboy Cerrone, right? I don't, it was or, both. It of them. was the two of them. Yeah, and it ended in like yeah. fifteen seconds or something. It was ridiculous. McGregor finished it quick. Yeah, yeah, but against yeah. Cowboy, Cowboy that's Cerrone. Yeah, I can't. I can't keep up. Whatever. No, it was, it was both of them. Yeah, there you yeah, go. No, you got I, was it like, I don't know if it was you this guy or that guy. It was both of the guys. Okay. Yeah. So, and everybody was saying like, "Oh, the pound for pound best fighter in the world is uh, Kamaru Usman," and Leon Edwards just ended that. Well, what's so that? I don't what's even Usman's know who the pound record? for pound is now. What's Usman's record? He has a shit ton of wins and very few losses, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and and him and Edwards fought before in 2015, and Usman won. 2015. Yeah. Seven years ago? So these guys aren't even young bucks. Neither of them. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I was figuring since I hadn't really heard of them, they were like kind of newer to the sport, but I don't know all the names. I just know, again, the big ones. Cowboy Cerrone, Conor McGregor. And then at this point, I just don't know who becomes the best pound for pound fighter. Is it Tyson Fury Uh. in boxing? The heavyweight boxing champ? Or is it... Uh, Izzy. Oh, so uh, Israel Adesanya. So uh, I know Adesanya. Yeah, I know Adesanya. Yeah, well. like it, it could be anybody at this so point. So they mix boxing Usman's and UFC together or MMA together in this as a no. as a fighter. The the best pound for pound fighter. You you mix all of the. Okay, so that, that includes yeah, boxing. You blend okay, it all. I thought you were saying boxing. You were counting boxing as separate. No, no, no. Okay, to me it's okay. like boxing. MMA, uh, wrestling, it's all in the same category. And okay. whoever is the best pound for pound fighter. Okay. You know? All right. See, com- I didn't realize that's how sports. I thought it was separate. Yeah. Pound for pound boxer versus pound for pound fighter MMA, which is mixed. Nah, right? just like the best the best in like combat sports. Okay. Okay. You're, which is include you versus boxing. somebody who's honestly the best. Okay. Well, does that include pickleball or should we. Should we not count Frank from from Boca Del Give Vista? Give him a paddle okay. and, watch, yeah. <laughs> and right. watch him wacky. Just. D- speaking of uh, speaking yeah. of heavyweight knockouts, uh, did you hear Marshawn Lynch <laughs> got knocked out of his driving career? A little. He got like a DUI or something. Yeah, or so, pulled over. Yeah, he got a DUI. Um, so yeah, cops say now this is about a week old as I read it, but um, but again we weren't here last week, so this is kind of an add-on to the story too. We knew I had heard that he had gotten the DUI arrest, but I guess so. I'll just read the story and you'll hear where it goes from there. Cops say Marshawn Lynch appeared to be completely wasted during his DUI arrest uh, earlier, well two weeks ago now, give or take, uh, falling in and out of sleep during questioning and reeking of booze while telling officers he had stolen the car he was in. <laughs> 
So he gave up information that he didn't need to give up because he's drunk. The allegations are all spelled out in new police documents obtained on Thursday. In the report, cops say they initially found Lynch at around 7.25 a.m. on August 9th, asleep at the wheel of a 2020 Shelby GT500 near the Strip in Vegas. According to officers in the docks, his car was beat up, missing a tire and rim, which, yes, you can see here. Like, holy shit. Oh, the whole rim is gone I from saw. the car. Have you seen it? It's like, so the wheel has like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven spokes, seven fingers, you know, that hold the rim of the wheel to the tire. And that's all gone. Just the, the fingers are just there. There's like literally no rim to go on it. It's fucking crazy. I, I, I did see the video of like the officers talking back and forth. And they were like, he was riding like on the rim and didn't even realize. Yeah, not even a rim. For, oh for a while. God. Oh Two. my god! Uh, yeah, like, they, I don't know how they were make trying. That choice. They were trying to speak to Lynch. He would talk, but would then quote fall back asleep several times throughout the encounter. Unquote. Cops noted Lynch had just one shoe on, so not only his car was missing a shoe, but the man was as well. Um, uh, the, and claimed the smell of an alcoholic beverage was coming out out of the former Seattle Seahawks running back's car. Um, whoop! Update. He claims it was just Skittles. Back to you in the studio, John Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, so this guy's, uh, you know, it's not it's not uh, looking good for him. Luckily, he doesn't have a very checkered past that I'm aware of. So, it's you know, it, it's good that he doesn't it, that he doesn't have that. So when at his day in court, it's not going to be like, oh, you're continuing to show signs of being, you know, bad for the community. And they're probably not going to throw no, him at him is what I'm getting he, at. Yeah, they're going to give him a slap on the wrist. He's going to pay a lot of money, do his fines, do all that, maybe get chauffeured for a little while. And I hope he learns a lesson from it because what an idiot. I hope so, but like, yeah, because people like he actually is a super nice person, and yeah, he, they, I thought so. I don't, I haven't heard a lot of uh, negative things about Marshawn Lynch throughout the years. No, you know? he's he's nice. Yeah, right. He's really nice. He's, and he, I've Seahawks heard interviews. He's super in the funny. Football yeah, yeah. On the goal line, instead of throwing it, who the hell throws it on the goal line when you have Marshawn Lynch? Oh, the fucking oh my god, the Seahawks playoff, or was that the Super Bowl? That was the Super Bowl, right? That was the Super Bowl against yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny you Worst bring that up. Thing. I just heard an interview with Amendola yesterday. Stupidest moment. To, no, not Amendola, Edelman. They were talking to Edelman, and they and and dude asked him. He said, um, "It's actually Kevin from the office, Brian Baumgartner." He asked, uh, he asked uh, Edelman, "How lucky were you, and how much did you think they were going to give Marshawn Lynch the ball on that on the goal line, and they ended up throwing it?" And he was like, "Oh my God, we all knew it was happening." And then when it didn't happen, he was just like, "Oh." Thank, thank God. <laughs> thank God it didn't A happen. blessing. It's the only way we got right? that win. Yeah. Uh, and that changes careers. Anyway, um, we've digressed. Okay. So go Are to, you still to on the sports? next one. What? Are you still on sports? Oh, no. Um, well, I got I, one more sports. Moving, Let me throw going. it at you. You uh, have one more? Yeah, 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 it's sports and driving related. So it really fits the theme. Uh, are you aware of oh, Mar- yeah. Marquise Brown? He goes by the nickname Hollywood. Mmm... No, I I, I, don't think I, so. I get the I get the uh, impression he's a you know he's a younger cat, um, but he is a uh, Arizona Cardinals something or other. I don't know what he does. Yeah, he's got, yeah, so he's got to be new. Um, got to be new, Mark. But he's got a nickname and everything already. Marquise Hollywood Brown apparently has a need for speed. Uh, we've learned the Cardinal star was ticketed for going seventy-one and a fifty-one, which is nothing. That's that's one thing. But that was just weeks before he was arrested for allegedly going a hundred and twenty-six and a sixty-five. 
Jeez. Yeah. So according oh to court my, documents, it, cops say Brown went roughly 21 miles over the speed limit in a black Mercedes on June 9th in Maricopa County, Arizona. He was issued a ticket for the offense. Uh, per the docs, he's facing a fine of 350. Show he's doing court for a hearing on the matter in October. Um, but back in, on August 3rd, less than a month after the that speeding ticket arrived in the mail, uh, the, uh, he was accused of going 61 over the speed limit in a white Mercedes in Scottsdale, Arizona. So the guy likes Mercedes and he likes going fast. Uh, he's doing that court makes for me that think one of next Henry, month. Uh, Henry Ruggs. Ex- that's all exactly over what again. I was thinking, dude. Um, like, but again, uh, but I, this guy apparently wasn't drunk. He just likes speed. So I mean, and thank no, God because if he was drunk up. going that fast, we'd have a Henry Ruggs situation all over again. He's gonna fuck up. I mean, it's it's only a matter of time doing Look, stupid shit like that. And speed just don't add up. Ask Paul Walker. Why? Ask Ryan Dunn. Ask Anne Hache. Yeah, just recently. Absolutely, and, she and, knows all about it. That was a, a and, crazy, and, crazy, and, terrible story. Yeah, and Rugs can tell you firsthand, and Absolutely. the list goes on and on. Um, did you hear? Oh, okay. So car related. Um, a car blast uh, kills the daughter of somebody who was considered a Putin's brain or a big ally of Vladimir Putin. Putin's brain. Um, yeah, so, Alex so Putin is Putin is like Pinky, and this other guy was like the brain. He's like, what are we going to do tonight, brain? Yeah. yeah. The same thing we do every night, Putin. Try and take <laughs> over Ukraine. Alex Dugan, I guess, he's literally referred to as Putin's brain. Like, no, This is from CNBC. And uh, the daughter of him was taken out in a car explosion. So the guy's name is Dugan? Is he like an American or English or he's not Russian? Dugan sounds... Okay, Duggan maybe, but okay. Either way, that doesn't maybe sound Duggan. very Russian. Sounds more Alexander European Duggan. or American. Yeah, odd. Okay. Well, Dugan. So do they know... I, this is the first I'm hearing of this. So his daughter was killed in a car blast, like a bomb? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How it ironic is it that this guy's name sounds Irish and uh, and a car bomb might have taken out his kid? But uh, what's <laughs> it's, do they? I, I'm said that was crass, and I'm sorry. Um, yeah, what do well, they said, think it, is going on there? Like it was obviously a planned attack. It wasn't some oopsie. My car blew up. Well, yeah, because they they definitely have a suspicion that something serious went on. Um, no suspects were immediately identified. But they are definitely thinking that, like, it's a murder investigation. See, it's not, when I heard they're not chalking heard, this up to some kind of accident. When I heard that this that this Duggan guy, Duke and Duggan, had a meeting with Harry Jennerone last week about buying insurance and declined, I knew something. It could only be bad. And Harry Jennerone straight up told him, "I would hate for something bad to happen to your family." <laughs> and look, a week <laughs> later, what do we have? His daughter died. In the oh, Cheers. Ah, oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> Did you hear, um, oh, Gary Busey, he's been charged with sex offenses. I did um, hear this one. You stole this at story. At a monster, right monster from out of my mania pocket. convention Yeah, What New is Jersey. a monster mania convention, and, and, and how much did Russ Rollins make off of it? <laughs> right? It's supposed to benefit all of them, and Gary Busey's <laughs> the only one that benefited, it sounds. Yeah, right? Like, uh, no, 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 it's a... It was in New Jersey. It's a Monster Mania convention. I guess it's horror-driven. Oh, okay. It's horror stuff. Monster. Actual, literal monsters. Okay. He's just a sexual predator monster. He was the wrong type of monster this weekend. I got you. He was bringing it too much to life. Dude, I had this on my list. You took this story right out of my mouth like Gary Busey and his horse teeth. 
I can't horse teeth. <laughs> I said I said horse teeth. I I don't even know what I said. It wasn't horse teeth though. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, and I guess he was just like being overly aggressive, and uh, I mean he's yeah. seventy eight years old. Yeah, let me let me. It, it kind of let me see. They they released kinda... a um the 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 place that put this on. Uh, released a, a statement. Our client, Monster Mania LLC, is assisting authorities in the investigation into alleged incident involving an attendee and a celebrity guest at its convention in Cherry Hill, Jersey last weekend. Uh, immediately uh, upon receiving a complaint from the attendee, the guest was removed, the celebrity guest, which we now know was him, and instructed not to return. Monster Mania encouraged the attendees to contact the police to file a report. Uh, they also said the safety and well-being of our attendees are of most importance, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we will continue to assist the authorities in any and in, in every way possible. So good for them for not just like being like, oh, it's a, it's Gary Busey, you know, like sweep this under the rug. They were like, I fucking, you look here, you, you, you horse tooth freak. We're fucking throwing the book at you. We're calling the cops. We're not, you know what I mean? I like, mean, yeah, good for them for, for taking care of the victim in this case and not giving Gary Busey privilege. Exactly right. I mean, so I'm he kind was, of sick of uh, all like the yes men. That he was hit with uh, these people. With four charges just Friday as we record, so it was just a couple days ago, by the Cherry Hill Police Department, two counts of criminal sexual contact, one count of criminal attempt slash criminal sexual contact, whatever the difference there is, I don't know, and one count of harassment, which is the slightest of all of them. But um, yeah. it even goes on to say, like, oh, if he if he tries to say it wasn't him or he wasn't there or where was he when this happened, there's dozens of photos of him from the event on Instagram of people tagging him, like, went to Monster Mania and met this weird horse tooth freak. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I see. Like they're already kind of trying to prepare his excuse. It looks are they? He's what? Yeah, what's he? Says, gonna, what's he going to snap th- back this, with? This one says uh, from NBC News. It says he sustained a severe cranial damage uh, oh, years ago in, in a motorcycle accident. In a motorcycle accident, yeah, but recovered. And it's like, here's the you thing. know what? Don't everything, use that as an excuse. And no, he will, because everything crazy and over the top that weirdo has done since uh, 1989 or whenever that shit was, he's blamed on his fucking head wound. I, I had this crazy head wound in 1989. Nah, I wrecked my motorcycle. Nah. That's my best Gary Busey. I wrecked my motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, no. he, he says crazy shit all the time. I wish I could think, like, oh, he makes everything an acronym. AIDS. Always identify dicks as Southern. I, I say this in my life to remember that dicks are from the south. Never forget. I have cranial problems from 89 motorcycle accident. Oh, Gary Busey. <laughs> he's so bad. He's just, he's such a fucking weirdo and he has been for so long. <laughs> um, okay. Let me do this one. Did you hear a, uh, a building that was a, uh, the, a hotel that inspired the dirty dancing film? Uh, it was destroyed in a massive fire. What? No. Yeah. Nobody puts baby in a fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they had to condemn Wait, it. Wait, by baby, do you mean Anne Heche? Because if so, you do. Sorry. Rest yeah, it's a, it's a hotel located in Catskill Mountains in ah, Liberty, New York. The Catskills, upstate New York, over by yeah. where Woodstock 99 happened. <gasps> I wonder yeah, if the I, Woodstock I, 99 fires traveled. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I told these upstate New York firefighters to put that shit out decades ago. They weren't listening. It it, uh, it closed in 96 due to financial difficulties. And then, yeah, I guess it... I don't even know. They're not saying the cause of fire. I'm telling you, it's friggin'... They're not saying anything about it. It's riot fires from Woodstock 99. 
They never put them out all the way. How the hell did this just burn up in flames? Yeah, they don't. I, it's crazy. They don't see how it they're giving down, me a but, whole background. Um, I do remember this, uh, like a couple of scenes of like this hotel from the movie. Having never, I've, I've never seen the whole movie, but I've seen parts and bits and pieces. And you know, the famous one where scene where they're dancing at the end. To I had the time of my life and blah blah blah. Like I know I can recall a bunch of scenes of this, and I do kind of remember seeing this hotel in the background. It did look pretty cool. Like I remember it as being like very nature and outdoorsy which would make sense as to why it, it, it burned down maybe because it was just among it seemed like it was among like set in the forest it seemed very forested yeah yeah it was for the you know most what I mean? Part. It's not in an I urban mean, setting. Were, it's very much yeah. in the woods. It's like a hotel in the woods. And it's like a hotel that's on a compound or a campus, you know? It's not just like a Marriott where it goes 70 stories in the air. It's like yeah. spread out and it's all these different rooms and bungalows and stuff. Yeah. It seemed like a cool and, place. I would have gone there. No, I don't want my clothes to smell part. like smoke, though, so I'm canceling that reservation. <laughs> I think it was like an accident. I don't think it was anything intentional or anybody that has some kind of hatred towards the building. Um, and well, nobody puts baby get... in a corner, but you do put that hotel in bankruptcy before you burn mm-hmm. it down. Yeah. It was an insurance and... job. Harry Jenneron all over again. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it was scraps hey. from that car blast killing Putin's friend's daughter. Fucking the little, they, they blew over in the wind and fucking <laughs> caught that bitch on fire. And uh, these last two stories, I'll just kind of as a way because you have bold print only right yeah i'll just read some some crazy headlines from the okay so this is like yeah this is how we'll just kind of go into that i'll read these too quickly um there were at least 30 killed 50 injured um in a hotel attack in somalia um they were there were people like over 100 people rescued just uh dealing with this attack from um al shabab Oh, Al-Shabaab. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a terrorist organization. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So they were kind of like took so they just this attack onto a hotel. Like rockets or took and shit? Siege. Huh? Like the rockets? Like rocket, like gr- the rockets and grenades? Or like they stormed it with guns and they're like taking hostages? What's the situation? Oh, well, yeah. The, uh, the Al-Shabaab group. Am I saying that right? Is that Al-Shabaab. I think it's Al-Shabaab. Shabaab. Yeah. Shabaab. Yeah. Um, Shabaab they had on taken- my knob. Like court, they the had gun. taken over Check the hotel. Terrorists yeah. do your job, and uh, yeah, and then they were they were using at some point the uh, like Somalians tried to take back the uh, the hotel, and they were using hostages as like body protection. Oh, uh, as shields. Against, yeah, yeah. Like fucking terrorist organizations, man. They are uh, they are no not known for their humanitarian ways. Um, they yeah, will stoop to any level. And it's, you know, I'm just like, why? What's the, you know, like at the end of the day, what's the, what's the purpose of even doing this? What, you know what I mean? Like, what is their religious zealotism, you know, their, it, it, whatever, terroristic, Isla, Islamist, Islamic terrorists have said that backwards. But what's their agenda, you know? Like, that's, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And Somalia is known for all those pirates, man. Um, all those years oh, right. of yeah. updated piracy, they were, that was coming out of Somalia. Somalia is known for being kind of a, like a war-torn place for a long time now. A lot of yeah. conflicts and shit going on in, in that country. They, um, and, and then, like, when I say 30 killed and 50 are injured, um, and there was, like, over 100 people rescued, and even of those 100, people were suffering from injuries and stuff. But the the of the 30 killed, they believe that the uh, the death toll is likely to rise. As yeah. The search, if they're the still holding this hotel, gonna, yeah, yeah. They can't get in there debris. and find out how many dead bodies there are. So did yeah, they, they blow this thing all, all the completely up? They like literally took down this hotel full of people. 
Yeah. Well, they it's like the hotel is not condemned, but you know, they yeah, they had to go. They just did a lot of damage and killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. God. It was a lot of it was a super firefight. It's fucking crazy. And then the the uh, the last thing I had was these uh, sets of remains found in uh, Lake Mead, as kind of Lake Mead recedes, you know, and kind of goes down because right. it's Mead is in what like the the west, right? The desert out west, not the desert because it's a lake, but it's like I think it's like an hour away from Vegas. If I'm yeah, not wrong. there you go. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, so it's yeah, like Utah, Nevada area, Nevada, whatever. Okay, Boulder City. Yeah, Boulder City, yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Or yeah, Boulder City, yeah, Nevada, Colorado. Okay, yeah, right exactly. on that border. Okay. Um yeah, and I guess because of the receding the recession of the lake, um May 1st, they found body parts and then scrolling down May 7th, 6 days later, Holy 2 shit. p.m., a a person at the park reports finding remains on the uh northwestern side of the the lake. Uh, and then July 5th and August 6th. Jesus, dude. Skeletal remains to, were found. seems to be a popular place to throw your dead bodies. Yeah. August 15th. Nine days later from the August 6th one, uh, skeletal remains were found at the same beach uh, from the August 6th one. What the fuck? So now it's like... That, I'm okay, you. so at first it was like, okay, you know, a couple random bodies or a couple random Crazy. sets of bones. Yeah. Like it, it could just be random. Maybe one person actually died from so, for some reason, drowned or something, and then the other person was a victim of something and put there. But now I'm like, all these bodies in the same beach. Is there a serial killer in the area? You know what I mean? That's where my mind goes. The late me killer. And then yeah, and then you, and then they, <laughs> and they're spreading them out. Where right. it's like, oh, they know the how to lake, distribute the their Lake bodies. Mead Life Taker. Carrie Busey stars as the <laughs> Lake, lake Mead, Mead Life Taker. <laughs> oh, getting closer Kill. to Halloween. Keep October. insurgents literally laughing. I try to live my life by that every day. I was a motorcycle <laughs> in 1989. And I love, thank you um, for giving me this chance on this movie. Lake Mead, <laughs> lake Mead Life Taker. I'm, that's my, it's going to be my biggest role yet. <laughs> I'll touch you. <laughs> do okay. Uh, do you have any bold prints? I'm out. I of got so many bold prints. Yes, and... I'll run through them. Let me take one, one last sip of my beer here. Finish this thing off. Okay. Full disclosure: I am close to battery life. Uh oh. Uh oh. Very close. Uh oh. All right. I'm scared. How about we just? I'll run through these. Big Brother house guests have sex on butterfly pool floaty. Why is that news? I don't know. Slow. Weekend. I love Big Brother. Anyway. Slow week. Exactly. That made me think of you. Um, this has been in the news all week, but the Finnish Prime Minister, uh, Sana Marin, Marin um, they've been calling for her to take a drug test after pictures of her online came out of her at a club with friends. Uh, she took the drug test. We're waiting on the results probably middle of this week. Um, uh. This is one of the weirder ones. Are you familiar with rapper NLE Chapa? I've heard the name. I can't tell you a single thing. He mumble raps. But um, mm, NLE no. Chapa wants to normalize what do you think he wants to normalize john like an act uh, or a thing a thing that has a stigma again. on it huh plastic no weirder than that he wants to normalize licking armpits in the bedroom um uh, again nah. i can't <laughs> right that's just seems weird to me um gary Busey, we <laughs> talked about him and Hayes. that's burning news um let's see oh in, in Anne Hayes news a woman was rescued after a car falls off a dock into the water at newport beach in california 
Um, I read some of this story. They it literally says, uh, you know, pretty, they they use like 500 words to say like we don't really know much more. Uh, it, more coming soon. That's pretty much where, where they went with that. Um, mm. Uh, I'm excited for this one. Anybody my age and a hip hop fan, uh, if I say the name DJ Drama and Gangsta Grills albums, you know what I'm talking about. And um, you will be excited to hear that DJ Drama is in talks for a new Gangsta Grills album or a new set of albums with Meek Mill, Tory Lanez, and a host of other people. Meek Mill, that's your boy from Philly. Um, yes yeah, uh, again anybody who knows who knows anything about that stuff that 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 headline jumped out to me because i haven't heard a good uh gangsta grizzles album in forever and ever uh capri sun <laughs> uh recalled thousands of pouches uh for cleaning solution contamination um uh, in more car crash news, this is not a celebrity, but Chicago hit and run sees several people flung into the air and left for dead. That's not a happy story. Nor is this Damn. one. Author Salman Rushdie. Uh, I know the name. I can't tell you a single thing he's wrote, but I definitely know the name. He's named after a fish. I'd never forget it. Salman Rushdie is on a ventilator <laughs> after being stabbed on stage at a New York City event or New York State event. Excuse me. Um I wanted to follow up with this story because we talked about it before on the show, but I uh, remember back uh, a few shows ago, I talked about uh, Olivia Wilde being served uh, divorce papers from Jason Sudeikis while she was talking about a role in a movie at a, oh, at a film yeah. fest. Yeah, yeah. Well, Olivia Wilde wins legal battle versus Sudeikis, says he intentionally embarrassed her. I guess she took him to court over that, over embarrassing her in front of that, like having her serve, uh, and she won that I legal battle. I see that. Um, In more Ukrainian uh, and tone-deaf news, Steven Seagal poses at a Russian jail where 50 Ukrainians were killed. And I guess he just stood there for a good photo op uh, because he just doesn't get the the tone of what he's standing in. Um, Olivia Newton-John, God called. uh, I said, you're the one that I want. Um, let's see um also dead uh kanye west and uh pete or not kanye west but kim kardashian and uh pete davidson i think we talked about that did we not um yeah yeah kanye's followed up though with this whole thing about skeet is dead like he just won't he just won't fucking quit with oh that. yeah that's what um, he posted and yeah. uh i think that's pretty much yeah that's pretty much all i got man that's all my headlines for this week yeah my, for this uh, two weeks i should say Oh wow! Good rifling. That was fast. You, you like that? that? Was pretty good. That's that's how BPOs <laughs> should go. Just headline after headline after headline. I'm going to try to get that down. My uh, yeah. I mean, my phone is on its deathbed. All right. It is. I'm in, we, I'm down to twenty I mean, percent as well. The, yeah. It's um okay, but that just about does it for us. And uh, we will be back for two thirteen. Super excited. Vote for us. No, you can't anymore. Not for the Orlando Weekly. I'm excited to see. Who wins? I can't wait to be fourth it place be four years in a row, buddy. Yeah. yeah Fuck yeah. I I'm going to have to update the Instagram profile. Go peep that. <laughs> IG slash funny to informing. Right. And uh, yeah. And join us on we'll, Facebook. We're, we're starting to get more a little active in there. So join us. Have a good time. Come on. Be smart asses. When we ask you for topics and questions, just say yes. Right. It really helps. That Thanks, guys. It turns out I we mean, didn't we, need it. Really shows you guys. We still had two hours of content anyway. Suck it, <laughs> Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah facebook or instagram.com slash funny to informing and then funny to informing at gmail.com uh the two is to and then uh i think yeah. i might get us a FTI. phone number john for people to leave voicemails what phone number mine i think i might get no. us one yeah oh oh okay what i do don't want to yeah i don't want to give people out leave voicemails at it yeah yeah that works cool. <laughs> i don't want to do it mine no 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 i'm just thinking of <laughs> but, we get us we just get one for us yeah okay i'm with that all day all right. Um, All right. Okay. 
and then maybe we start a pool league. I'm telling you. It yeah. Might be fun. All right. Okay. Well, we'll let's but, see what happens. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, every day, <laughs> every week, I do something new. So who knows? Uh, but that just about does it. Episode 212, Funny to Informing, and we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. I'm John. That is Chris Pasta Ponzenberg Coleman. I like how and you Coleman? that up. Tip your mm-hmm. Lake Mead murderers. Gary Busey. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. It's all about the heat.